the 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'D. If you live in any one of the 50 states, chances are you can trace your heritage back to somebody who's Irish. Or at the very least, you'll know somebody who's Irish. With that in mind, if you want to get married in Ireland, you should engage somebody who's based in the US, but is also Irish and knows the country and its people. In steps Michelle Johnston-Clark from Water Lily Weddings, who will guide you through the process of planning your perfect day in Ireland, where she talks about the differences between American and Irish weddings, some of our traditions, and some great, unique locations. The 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'D. Hi, this is Michelle Johnston-Clark from Water Lily Weddings. Our website is www.waterlilyweddings.com and you can find us on Instagram on waterlily underscore weddings underscore. And Facebook, it's Destination Wedding Planner. Michelle, thank you so much for talking to us today. So somebody is listening to this outside of Ireland and they say to themselves, you know what, I want to get married in Ireland but I don't know how or how I'm going to go about it. How do you get started? Absolutely. Great question. So, so many couples come to us and they have a connection with Ireland, right? They've either always wanted to go, it's on their bucket list, or they have some ancestral connection with Ireland. So they come to us and they're like, we're really excited. We want to go to Ireland. We've never been and we don't know where to start. So I think the first question to ask yourself is what kind of experience do you want you and your guests to have on the wedding day so that will kind of dictate the style of venue you go for um you know ireland is really known for its castles right like if you if you think about the typical imagery from ireland you'll always see castle ruins and then some of our amazing castle venues so castles tend to be the number one request from couples when they start looking at venues and of course, we yeah, we have amazing castles across the country. And then we have different styles of castles. So we have like the kind of grand hotel castles, like your Dromoan castle, really big. You're going to host, a, you know, probably a, a larger wedding there. And then we have the smaller private castles that you can rent out that have maybe six or seven rooms, like Colgan Castle. And you can take that over and have a very intimate wedding day. So first of all, it's kind of like the the style of wedding day. Like, is it going to be larger? Is it going to be intimate? Is it going to be formal? Is it going to be relaxed? Formal ones tend to go for the castle. The more relaxed people tend to look at our country houses. Um, You know, so the likes of Castle Duro, Tankardstown, Ballymagarvey, where they're looking to have a kind of more casual, like, family gathering type feel to the wedding day so that tends to be where we start it's like looking at the style of venue um and then of course we have a lot of venues that are totally bespoke where you can come in and do whatever you want so it's the the country homes that are very private like um con william or boris house those styles of venues so really it's about getting to know the experience that couples want to have on the day and then connecting that, matching that with the right style of venue. Obviously, the most people that are going to be listening to this podcast are Americans. So there's got to be differences between an Irish wedding and American wedding. Can you explain some of the differences? I absolutely love telling Americans about our wedding day because they're always blown away by how much of a big party it is and how long it goes throughout the day. So in the States, your typical wedding is really only like between four and six hours long, right? So you get married, you have dinner, you do a couple of dances, it's over. 
it's very short. So in Ireland, you know, our wedding day tends to last 12, 13, 14 hours, depending on, on where you are in the country. Um, but, you know, typically ceremony start time about two o'clock, you know, ceremony tends to be about an hour. Then we have a two and a half hour drinks reception typically, which is quite long for um, Americans to get their head around. They're like, oh, we've got all this time. But, you know, that allows for the couple to go off and have photos, allows for people to move from the ceremony location back to the reception. And then we have a really long dinner, which I personally love. I love the fact that like on average dinner is about two, two and a half hours long, right? So everybody's sitting down. Think of it more like a really good dinner party, right? Where it's all about people relaxing and good conversation and just slow pace. And that's really wonderful for when you have guests from all over the world, getting together for the first time, Irish, American people meeting for the first time, or just all your Americans coming. Everybody's relaxed, so it's a very long, chilled dinner, which is wonderful. And then we, after that, we have speeches. Your band tends to start around 9.30. They'll play for two, two and a half hours. And then your DJ is going to come on and play until two. Or you have dinner, and then your DJ starts right away, and you have your DJ for the rest of the evening. Now, when it comes to seasons in Ireland, they're obviously different to what they are in America. Can you tell us or what you advise your clients on the best time of the year to have a wedding in Ireland? I think there's, there's two important factors on time of year. One is daylight, and the other is rain. Like, we get asked a lot, oh, what's the rainy season in Ireland? <laughs> and Tara, you and I both know, well, that's probably 365 days a year. We get a lot of rain. It tends to be, you know, in the kind of spring, summertime, it tends to be more shower. It'll pass through. You don't typically get torrential rain the whole day. Um, and then, so ideally, if I had a choice within the calendar, I would say to a couple, let's look at May to September. I think that's the best time of year to come. I think the temperatures are pretty good by Irish standards. And, um, you know, it, it, you tend to have the most luck of having dry weather and typically being able to have your ceremony outside, which really everybody wants when they come to Ireland. They want to use the beautiful settings and our landscape for their outdoor ceremony. Does it matter to most couples if they cannot visit Ireland before their wedding day? No. So this is something I think it's quite unique to a destination wedding and particularly destination wedding in Ireland is that I would say about 90% of our couples don't get to Ireland until the week of the wedding. And many of them, the majority of them actually have never been before. So the very first time they're going to visit Ireland is the week of their wedding, which I know blows a lot of wedding planners' mind away. They're like, I don't understand. They're not even going to see the venue until the week of the wedding. That's the way it's always been for us. Um, you know, over the last 15 years, that's just the way it's been for our couples because they have very limited vacation time so they want to save all the vacation time they have for the wedding trip and um, so that really is not an issue at all and um, you know I think one thing that's really developed over the last few years is venues developing you know the virtual tours the 360 um, options on their website so you can kind of walk through and feel a venue um, and I will say, you know, we are blessed with amazing venues, but also amazing hospitality. So we never, ever have a disappointed couple. They're always blown away once they get here. So we're very confident with the venues that we work with and then obviously the vendors that we work with. So if American couples are coming to Ireland and they're looking to add something very uniquely Irish, an Irish tradition, could you recommend anything? Yes, definitely. So I think, it, you know, it, it, 
each element of the day, there's ways to put an Irish stamp on things. One of the most popular would be in the wedding ceremony itself. So um, you will see a lot of in imagery when you Google weddings in Ireland of the hand fasting ceremony, um, which is an old Celtic tradition of literally tying the couple together as part of the wedding ceremony, tying them together and then tying the knot, which is where the expression comes from. So that's a really unique element to include in your ceremony and you can do that just as a couple or you can have more ties and bring in family members it's really wonderful thing to talk to your celebrant about and then personalize you know to reflect your family situation so I love that and then we have lots of different ideas of just how to bring in an Irish accent on things and um, you know I, I definitely am very keen to stay away from leprechauns and shamrocks you know Ireland and Irish history is so much more than that so I think it's about like looking at your venue location and maybe using some of that to, to be reflected in in the day itself and and put an Irish stamp on things. Remind us of your social media and website once again please. So it is at www.waterlilyweddings.com and then Instagram is waterlily underscore weddings underscore. Um, and Dara, if there is one other thing that I could just add for people who are starting out on the, the planning process and, and looking at a destination wedding in Ireland, it's just to consider the cultural difference. So, you know, America, it's very 24-7. You expect to reply to an email really within a day. Um, you expect everybody to have contracts and it's just a much faster pace. When you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you've got to remember the things you're coming to Ireland for. So you're coming to Ireland for an amazing experience, the people, the hospitality, time to chill, time to like step back and just breathe and take in all that Ireland has and kind of take on their, sure, it's grand, we'll get to it, attitude. That is often reflected in business also. So, you know, don't be offended if somebody doesn't get to your back to your email in, in 24 hours. It might be a week. We have vendors that we work with who we adore, who are amazing, who reply to emails once a week. So I think it's really important to remember that at the start of the planning process so that you don't get stressed and you feel like people aren't replying and you're being ignored. There is a cultural difference and they definitely want your business and they're definitely professional. It's just a slower pace of life. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and have a brand new episode in your inbox every week. For more information about us, go to daraod.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you know someone getting married or who would be interested in this, please share this and also tell a friend. Finally, please rate and review our podcast. That's all for now. Join us next time for the 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'Dee.